Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Hi, I'm Beck. I'm from Year 11 and today I'll be interviewing with um, Bonnie Hike and MLC Collegian. What have you learnt from being a boarding prefect? Oh, so much. Oh my God. Um, it's definitely a very amazing role to have because I even learned how to speak. I do public speaking and I was never very good at it at the start because I started quite a bit and I talked quite fast. I still do actually, not going to lie. But um, So... Basically, I learned how to, to speak in front of groups of people. I had to speak in front of the boarding house quite a bit. So every Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday night. I've forgotten now. I think it was Wednesday night. We had meetings after dinner and I had to speak to the girls. Mm-hmm. And also having to make decisions on the behalf of the boarders as well. That was quite um, – it can be challenging sometimes. And also organising events to make sure that you know they'll enjoy it because you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for the boarders kind of thing. So I think just planning events and having the freedom to plan events for the boarding house was the best part of the role, I think, and helped me plan events and do things at college I'm living at now because I'm living at a um, residential college and on the um, culture RA there. So I get to run cultural events there as well. So I think that's definitely helped me with planning as such. Yeah. So what were some activities you came up with at the boarding house? Oh, gosh, that's a... Even I was only two years ago, I actually have almost forgotten how many things yeah. we did. Um, but I remember we did... Um, National Boarding Week was one I was really happy to start because yeah. we usually do it in the boarding house mm-hmm. and I really wanted to take it to day school because I feel like there wasn't much recognition of the boarding house as such during, during the day of school. So I wanted to do some fun activities with the day school. We did um, boot scooting. That was so much fun. Um, we also did, we did a quiz. We did tours of the boarding house because I feel like a lot of students yeah. have never set foot in the boarding house in the day of school. And I'm, I was really happy to take some of the teachers and um, some day girls up there and they're like oh my god it's so cool you get to see the river and the rooms are so yeah. nice and yeah that was <gasps> that quite sounds fun. So fun like you went they went actually went into the rooms yeah they were um, had oh. a, few, a few of the rooms <laughs> um so that was one activity um what else did we do i think we did um i think we did a halloween like night in um dining hall and we did oh. like a um i think we did it like Okay, what's well, called a Kahoot? Because you know, everyone likes Kahoot. Yes. Um, yeah, we also did a cake decorating contest at some point. I think that's when it was some point in the year where everyone was getting a bit down, mm-hmm. so we did a fun activity. Um, what else did we do? I think we did Chinese New Year as well. We did um, made some paper lanterns. We also made some dumplings. And so that was pretty nice and pretty fun to do something multicultural in the boarding house as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's about all I can remember at the moment. <laughs> oh, that sounds lovely. What are some memorable moments or stories that you can't forget from boarding? Um, gosh, memorable moments. Must be like loads, like a lot. It's all, it's all a bit of a blur, to be honest. Um, oh, hands so I'm going to think about this one. Yeah, Never. putting it on the spot right there. That's a hard question. I mean, some of them are a little bit, not sure if I'm allowed to share them. <laughs> <laughs> memorable moment, maybe been like during WACE exams. Um, because we used to have to stay here during um during then like because we had um what's called the mock exams we started mm-hmm. and that went during the holidays so we stayed here it was just year 12s in the boarding house and house mothers so it was quite fun having the boarding house to ourselves actually um while everyone else was away on holidays and we got to cook together and make dinners together because the dining hall wasn't open either so um yeah we just basically every night spent together cooking together and um talking about how exams were going and stuff so that was quite awesome but um I think my most memorable moment was probably just all of year 12, to be honest, because there's so much happening all the time. What are some tips or advice you would give to other um, prefects other in the boarding? Yeah. In boarding? Okay. Yes. Um, definitely check up on the girls. I 
it's like it's actually really fun it seems like a chore but it's not like i love checking up on like younger girls like you get to just have a little chit like what's not a chit a sit and a chat in their room um and just have a talk about what's happening and what they're up to and see if they're all good and if they want to talk about anything like be really approachable and stuff mm-hmm. um because when you're when you um are a boarding prefect you kind of got act like an older sister not like another student mm-hmm. um because basically everyone in the boarding house is your younger sisters basically um i always said that all the time that all your boarding friends are basically family so kind of you gotta treat them like it, i guess so yeah um, next one I have, what are some challenges you face in the boarding house? Um, I think in the boarding house, I'm not sure if it's like for everyone, but, um, I think you eventually, like we live together, you do become like sisters and like sisters, you know, family, you do fight occasionally. Um, but you do get over it eventually. So I definitely had some disagreements with some of the girls in my year because like I said, your family basically, we've been living together 24 seven and seeing each other at school all the time, but you do build a bridge and get over it eventually you just got to figure it out because when you're living together you have to figure it out i suppose you can't just let it you know build up and not do, not do anything about it i guess so yeah that's probably the challenge i experienced the most how did you decide your pathway for uni oh i don't know um well i think since year 10 i definitely had a focus on i want to do something to do with um diseases um i don't know why i've always had a fixation on diseases and stuff and how it affects the human body but i've always just been fascinated by that i guess so that was definitely something i wanted to do and um i also wanted to continue japanese because i absolutely love japanese love the culture the language just everything about it i really enjoyed it in high school as well i mean mrs ashby was a great teacher so um hats off to her really because i think she's the reason why i've chosen it as my second major um and the reason why i chose uwa is because i couldn't find any other university that would allow me to do a double major like one in immunology and one in japanese so that allowed me to do one from a science degree and one from a arts degree at the same time which is pretty awesome so that's why i picked that one yeah oh so those are the two courses you're doing right now yeah so immunology and microbiology is my first major and that's mm-hmm. under the bachelor of biomedical science and japanese is my second major so yeah lovely do you have any ideas for your career missions I've had quite a few over the years. I swear it changes on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. But um, I'd like to be an epidemiologist, I think, or a serologist. Um, either one of those. But I'd love to be able to work with, um, what's it called, like, est- not estimating, but guessing how a disease is going to affect the population and how we can prevent those kinds of things. Kind of like what epidemiologists are doing now with the coronavirus, like figuring out what's the best course of procedure to go about, you know, opening borders and stuff and how... like businesses can go about interacting with customers and staff and all that kind of thing so yeah so do you think you can get a cure for covid oh who knows <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure i can find a cure for covid but um it'd be pretty awesome if i could eh? yeah <laughs> at the moment i'm in second year um and so we're really honed in on like the immunology side of it like how the immune system um basically works so like all the cells in it like the leukocytes and the lymphocytes mm-hmm. big words i know <laughs> but um it's so amazing how so different cells and they all have different roles and how to um how to basically attack all these antigens in the body um and how different there's different antibodies as well and how they have different jobs um so that's been pretty awesome how it's just become so specific already and it's only second year mm-hmm. um and then for japanese i've gosh i'm in japanese six now which is um basically level six and there's eight levels in total so that's pretty pretty fun um Mm. so we're basically doing um at the moment we learning how to write resume in japanese so that's pretty cool and um how to apply for jobs like as an interview kind of thing as well um and it's very um i can't 
don't know the word for it, but it's really realistic. That's how I would do it in Japan kind of thing. So if you ever want to do a job in Japan, we can do that. And I've also offered um, us to do an interview kind of practice with the um, Australian Embassy in Japan. So that's pretty cool as well. Awesome opportunity. So yeah. but you can speak and write fluently? Oh, definitely not. Not fluently. but <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely probably, I can write and read very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and... With listening and speaking is definitely a challenge still. I definitely need more practice with that. But um, I'm hoping by end of level eight, I'll have become more fluent by then. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you been to Japan? I have. went year 11 with high school, actually. Like oh. with um, went with the MLC Japan tour. So we went over there for three weeks. Two, two weeks was homestay. One week was traveling. I think the homestay was the best part of it because you got to actually stay with a family and like learn, like get, not learn but such, but be involved with the culture and actually experience like the proper Japanese mm-hmm. lifestyle of going to and from school and like just doing the little jobs around the house and the family and speaking to a family who can't speak English as well is even better because then you can't speak English you have to practice your Japanese mm-hmm. it's just oh so good I still I still write to them actually it's been what three years now since I've been to Japan I still write to them so and that's oh, awesome that's yeah. so nice yeah thank you so much for coming in no worries I really enjoyed it Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Girls on Fire, the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.